Welcome to In the Weeds, a Mindscape podcast. Hey there, welcome to episode nine of the In the Weeds podcast. I'm Pete Brand, Mindscape CEO and co-founder, and I'm joined by Jeff Bell, Mindscape's COO. Today's podcast is going to diverge a little bit. Uh, we're going to still go in the weeds, but we all have three individual pieces to talk about. It's more of a conversation that Pete, you happen to be pretty passionate about, uh, which is irrelevance. So why don't you uh, take it from here, really, and, and talk about uh, why this is such a, a passion of yours and, and a topic that you like talking about so much. Okay, great. Yeah. I mean, right now, I don't think there's anybody listening to this or anyone in the world that doesn't recognize that times have changed significantly. Right. All three listeners yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. are moms and, uh, and Rachel's mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but when I so so the the reason I say that I mean so I'm I'm going to be 49 years old in a couple of weeks and uh, and and probably anybody well not probably anybody my age or even a little bit younger and all the way up none of us had access to this thing that we carry around in our back pocket which provides us with a bridge to infinite knowledge right any questions that we want to have but anybody like a few years younger than me and back have had access to that information forever. And, and what that creates is a really interesting situation because like us older folks are at an extreme disadvantage. And, and, and so for years, we kind of ignored that disadvantage, didn't pay much attention to it. And now all of a sudden, the majority of the decision makers out there in the workforce are people who have had access to it. Right. And yeah. so there's a lot of us dinosaurs or potential dinosaurs out there that are becoming less and less relevant by every single day. Right. right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just uh, some color commentary here. Uh, commentary. You know, when I first got started, so I'm going to be 43. I think I think you start to lose track when you hit 40. Uh, I have to always do the math in my head. But, um, you know, when I was first out of college, and doing, uh, you know, I'm I'm brand new to this organization and there's all these managers there who have been there for a while. And they had the whole workings of the business and the industry in their heads, you know, and, and helped guide the decisions of the organization. And anytime you needed to know how to do something or what something was, you had to go to them. Um, you know, earlier than that, I always joke because in, in college, you know, I remember I went to college and I went to go do my laundry for the first time. And I was like, I'm not sure if this is a white or goes with colors or what. So I had to call my mom. Like, hey, mom, how do I do this? The same with my car. Dad, my car's making this noise. How do I fix it? Now I reach for my phone and I search for it. And the same is happening in the workforce, right? right. If people don't understand uh, what a P&L is or how that operates or they want to learn more about accounting or whatever, they're going to fact check you and in some cases do an end run around you, right? Right, right. So when you, when it, that's absolutely true. So and, and it's it's starting to become the opposite way where, you know, it used to be experienced senior people. The younger folks would go to them for information. Right. But there's a great opportunity now and it's starting to shift where now the senior people who are more experienced have an opportunity to go to the younger folks and have them help bring them along. But the yeah. challenge is, as I mentioned, with this huge chasm that's being created, there's a lot of folks that my age and older 
who are feeling that relevancy slipping away and it's scaring them. You know, anytime I hear somebody say, oh, those millennials, they just feel like they're entitled and they get anything or, you know, like that's not the way we used to do it. Like all of these statements that I hear, I actually want to go up and give that person a hug because I can tell it's coming from a place of fear because they're scared. And I was at a, at a presentation a couple of years ago where the speaker made this comment. He said, he was out having a conversation with a 50-something-year-old guy, and, and the guy said, I hate change. Like, that's another one of those comments that come from those sure, people. Yeah. And the guy looked at him, and he said, you're going to hate irrelevance a lot more. <laughs> Ouch. And, yeah. But it's simple. Like, if you hate change to the point where you're not willing to, A, accept it, and B, become a lifelong learner, you're putting yourself in an irrelevant position that's gonna only continue to get worse over time. So to me, there's a huge opportunity for people who are feeling that fear or feeling irrelevant to be able to stop, notice what they're doing and adapt and say, all right, instead of like planting my feet, keeping all of this historical knowledge and all of this understanding of how to be successful to myself and taking it to me and my irrelevancy all the way to the grave, I have an opportunity to reach out to those younger folks who might have access to knowledge or might be able to help me get up to speed with technology a little bit quicker and actually be the bridge because we have an opportunity both ways, right? Yeah, Young, absolutely. Younger people have the ability to go and Google stuff and gather all this information and, and really solve problems in a pretty quick and efficient way. But that doesn't mean that they know how to handle the real world stuff when right. someone smacks you in the face. Yep. So there is a good accountability model that exists or an ability for us to be able to work with each other. But it really takes both sides to give a little. But mostly it takes the older folks who are like having to learn all this massive new things that they they're totally uncomfortable. But it's an opportunity for them to go, I'm going to embrace this change. I'm going to be the bridge and I'm going to create a situation where both of us can win. And ultimately, the company can become sustainable and go in an upward trajectory for a long period of time instead of withering on the vine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, um, you know, I, I didn't know this. I heard this a couple, um, maybe, maybe a year ago or so. But, um, you know, we've got we always hear about baby boomers and the workforce and they're retiring out now and all that. I didn't actually know that millennials outnumbered them. Uh, so, you know, we've got this influx of millennials now. And so there, there is definitely that push pull, even in corporate policies, right? With the old, um, shoot, I can remember what it was probably eight, 10 years ago where the corporate policy was no Facebook, right? Like it was, it was blocked out, you know, and um, being in web development at the time, you know, we made a, a, a logical case for, we use that to connect with people, you know, like we, and not just social people, like we'll use it to get on web development, you know, groups and, and reach out to the guy on Facebook who we know can help us or Twitter or what have you. Right. And that, that was a scary thing for companies. Like, how do we control this? You know? And, and it really, I think in today's culture, uh, and speaking of irrelevance, like if you don't tap into your, your relationships and your social connections, like millennials, I think now 
they we used to have you know it's always called that work-life balance right and millennials for the most part are blending those together like work is just a part of my life right i go there i do these things if i have to work late okay i don't care but i expect that you're going to let me come in late also because i got to take my dog to the vet or what have you you know so there's that flexibility and it's you know, I feel like in, a, in the older mindset, it was, well, I have to be in the door at eight and I'm going to be here uh, later than my boss so that my boss sees me. Right. And then I'll get accolades there. I still get stuck. In, <laughs> and it's one of the things I struggle with the most. I'm sitting here talking about it, see it so clearly, but I end up finding myself because I mean, I get frustrated when people leave the office right at the end of the day. Right, yeah. but, but then. If I'm going to be like hardcore and say, nope, you will be here at eight and you will leave at five. What do you think is going to happen when I call them at 530 when there's an emergency and I need their assistance? Are they going to answer their phone? Right. No. Right. And and I can't demand that they do because I'm paying them for eight to five. So I think the more we kind of embrace the flexibility and allow technology to be more of a tool to make the world a smaller place, help us communicate more effectively, help us see body language instead of sitting on a conference call and just listening to voices, actually look that person in the eyeball in their computer as they're sitting there 2,000 miles Mm -hmm. away Mm -hmm. and be able to read their body language and see if they're actually like taking in the information that you're giving them. Like we can actually make it so much stronger. Think about it. Every single one of you that are listening, all three, um, (laughs) you know that there's a talent shortage across every single industry, all across the board, right? Yeah. What's our unemployment rate now? Like 3.5 or something like that? Yeah, 3% or less. Now in December in 2018, just for context. Right. (laughs) Thank you. But the unemployment rate is, is like extremely low and we're all scrambling for talent technology enables us to fish in other ponds. Like, right. Yeah. I can hire someone in California and they can work just as effectively as if they were sitting in our office here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So really when you when you when you like take your heels out, stop digging them out, realize that all you have to do is adapt in the way that you adapt is just be open to learning. And, and that actually is exciting, especially for anyone that's entrepreneurial. Anytime you're in a position where you get to learn more or explore new things, that's exciting. Embrace that. Embrace the fact that your talent challenge can go away if you change your paradigm and realize that technology can 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 assist you in making the world smaller. When you think about like allowing your team to be more flexible because they'll actually be more committed to you and you allow them to put in impact, not just after they put in 20 years, but you allow them to make impact right away, you'll start to see that your business can transform a lot quicker. Like embrace that stuff or choose to be irrelevant and choose to early, die an early and sad death. Because frankly, that's what's going to happen to businesses that don't adapt. That's what's going to happen to people as well. Because we're all going to have that internal anxiety that runs around in our body like a lawnmower and chews us up and eventually we'll bleed out. Don't be that person. Amen. <laughs> all right. Well, clearly you're passionate about this. And this was a fun conversation. So, uh, But I think we did provide uh, some value and some insight here. I think uh, this definitely is a topic that you know it goes across many industries. Uh, and across many companies from the small mom and pops to, you know, Fortune 500 companies. So uh, it's, a, it's a very relevant topic, I think. And, and I don't think it's going away in the next year or so. So we'll at least have a podcast out there for a year uh, that will be relevant. So, um, but 
Thank you, Pete, for your uh, insight today in, in the conversation. Uh, we'll have to do more of these, but uh, I'll uh, throw it over to you to give us our little outro. All right, man. Thanks. Yeah. So if you've enjoyed this or even if you just think that I'm a very opinionated blowhard in everything that I said just irritated you, then I really want you to think about the <laughs> fact that you may be may have at least one toe over there in irrelevant. So <laughs> open your mind, be open and adapt and be better. But if you'd like to get some more information like this, make sure you go over and check out our website at wearemindscape.com slash in the weeds to see some other episodes that we've done. Uh, also, if, if you don't want to visit our website, you can go to our social channels at wearemindscape and use the hashtag in the weeds podcast to find more information and updates. Uh, or you can do it the old fashioned way, which it's funny that it's old fashioned here and it's only been around for 20 years, but mm -hmm. send us an email at in the weeds at we I uh, really appreciate you tuning in and listening to me blather on about a topic area that I'm excited about. Uh, and I can't wait to see you next time. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye.